Hello, and thank you so much for listening to General Order 4. I recently had the opportunity to do an interview with the church that Pastor Stewart pastors, as well as a couple of church planters from Colorado. What we did is the four of us would ask questions of the audience, and anyone who wanted to answer could do so how they saw fit. Some of these people joined us in person, and others through Zoom due to COVID-19. We've split this interview into three parts, which will be released over the next couple of weeks. We hope you enjoy. know how old you were when you started discipling, getting discipled rather? Well, I was uh, 75, and uh, I uh, was under the impression that as old as I am, my time is, is short. What am I going to be able to do? But I found out that it doesn't make any difference how old you are. Uh, there's always place that God wants you to be and what He wants you to do. Thank you for listening to General Order 4. Today we're going to be doing part one of a church-wide interview. Alright, first question is this. What did you know about discipleship or the idea of discipleship prior to Pastor Stewart coming to the church to pastor here? Um, and during that time, what kind of changes took place about your own knowledge and understanding of what discipleship was? Most of them weren't here when we first got here. Okay, yeah, well, that's, so. that's, that's true, too. So, and in that case, any, any, um, what kind of pre, pre, previous ideas did you have about discipleship prior to being a member here or attending here? My name is Dwight, uh, with a church here in Bloomington. Um, coming here uh, before here, I was at a different church. Um, discipleship was uh, knowing it from scripture. It was the disciples that followed Christ, and right. they were Christ-like. Uh, the churches I went to previously um, really had a class on discipleship. It was like a group setting, and we would sit around and just learn, basically like a Bible study. There was no set, distinct like pattern or way we would do things. It was just a uh, a Bible study. Ultimately, somebody would bring a passage. Uh, kind of like we did before we started all this, and um, they would just share things, and we would go around the table and share. That was really it. Um, since then, coming to Calvary, um, really understanding what discipleship was is a relationship. Um, looking at Christ's example, it's the relationship between one to another. He had 12 people that were with him constantly, sure, and it was on a personal basis. Um, so he taught him that, and it was uh, what our pastor says, and it's uh, scriptural. Is it? Uh, it's the giving of life, right? You, you pass on the life, but it's not our life. When I got discipled, it wasn't the uh, gentleman that pastored me that gave me his life and his experiences. You know, holy. It was uh, the life of Christ, what Christ has done in his life, mm-hmm. and he's able to share that with me, and I was able to really apply that where you know it applied to me. Because we live two separate lives, but both of them are in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so discipleship really is coming together um, on a one-on-one basis is what we do uh, weekly, um, just sharing what God's Word says. Now, as far as the, the order of things, there is a, an order of, I would say, uh, what we learn. I guess we're not going to go right to... A progression of knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. 
we're not going to go right to Revelation as soon as I first meet with him. There are some things that need to be established first, um, salvation being one of them. And the truths of God's word, and then baptism, and it goes on. Right, right. So the the, the church that you were at previously was it, it kind of like a, a group, almost like I don't wanna, I'd hate to use the term group therapy session because it wasn't therapy, but you, you know what I mean, kind of like a a bunch of people tossing in ideas rather than actually looking at the scripture itself. Yes, uh, absolutely. So they, they would start with scripture by all means, but it would be a bunch of people tossing in ideas. There was no really lead except for what the next person wanted to say. So we can go from talking about John chapter one and uh, one person and the next person comes up and we're talking about Revelation or Haggai. It really is it's that random. That's uh, really not an example I have. Right. But that's just what came to mind. It was so random that it really didn't. There was no rhyme or reason how it did it. So it was, it was, it, was it actually called a discipleship class or what was it called? Uh, I want to say it was, it was called two seven. Um, Based off of, um, I want to say Colossians two seven. Okay, uh, just sharing the word, and it was it was a discipleship class, but that was the title. Okay, it was two seven. So it was more of a Bible study. Yeah, and it was what we had was a, um, a pamphlet that they ordered, and we would go through that, and we fill out answer keys and everything. Sure. So let me let me ask you this: as far as since you've been here. And the discipleship platform has changed um, as far as the how it operated. It's not really an operational thing as much as it is what's being taught. Is that is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there I can see that it would be more of a is that operation was just a uh, bunch of zeros and ones. Basically, you would go in a certain order how they had it, but then here it's more a relationship. You know, it's the giving of life, but it's your life of Christ. Sure. Thanks. That's great. That's great. Anybody else want to answer that question? My name is Joe. To me, when uh, I first heard the, you know, the word disciples, to me, it was uh, the followers of Christ that he was teaching so that they could pass on his uh, information and, and what he wanted us to do and how he wanted us to live. I hadn't thought of discipleship. Uh, when I first started being discipled, I uh, was a little confused, and, and, but in the back of my mind, I never thought that I would be discipling someone myself. Right. But as things progressed, and as I was going through my discipleship, I was taught many, many things that I had heard but not truly really understood. As I got into uh, reading the passages in the Bible and uh, uh, talking with my disciple, that I was learning the meaning of a lot of things that, that, that weren't clear to me before. So it was something that I slowly progressed to the point where I was learning more and more. And it was uh, to the point where it was sometimes getting very hard for me to retain all the things that I was being taught, but uh, the, my discipler said, let us put it this way. He said, slow is fast. So he took the time to explain things as we were going through, which greatly improved my education and, and uh, my understanding of scriptures. 
So the <clears throat> the slowest, fast thing, he, he was trying to make sure that you were understanding what you were taking in. Yes, yes, absolutely. And uh, we would go for a ways, and he would stop, and he'd say, do you have any questions? Is there anything that you don't think that you understand? Because we can go over this as many times as it takes so that you get the true meaning. And that uh, really made me feel really good. Sure, sure. Yeah, like like he actually wanted you to understand. It wasn't just a, a, a list of things he was trying to get through. Yeah. Do you mind uh, letting our audience know how old you were when you started discipling, getting discipled, rather? Well, I was uh, 75. I would be turning 77 on Christmas Day. So That's great. it's been a couple of years ago. And uh, I uh, was under the impression that as old as I am, my time is, is short. What am I going to be able to do to, to uh, uh, influence people on, on, on Jesus Christ and on God? And I thought, why as an old man do I start something like this? But I found out that it doesn't make any difference how old you are. Uh, there's always a place that God wants you to be and what he wants you to do something. Absolutely. I, the, probably the most influential person on my life in high school was a 65-year-old pianist that I didn't even know before he approached me about being in a quartet group, which, his, which was his guy's, uh, it was his tricky, tricky way of getting four guys together in a room so he could work on them, you know? And um, I probably would not be doing what I'm doing now if it wasn't for that 65-year-old man. So it's good for people to hear that, that they can still be used, that they're not, that they're, if they're still here, there's something they can do. And even though you didn't get discipled until you were that old, you still have opportunity to minister to other people. You are, you're discipling somebody currently or have? Yes, I am. I'm discipling a person now. That's awesome. It's a wonderful feeling. I'm learning more discipling him as we go, go through this that I had not uh, recognized before when I was being discipled. So it, it helps you understand more and, and uh, let you uh, get into the scriptures more uh, and, and understand it a lot better. Sure. That's great. Thanks. Um, while he was talking, he, he mentioned something that I want to press on a little bit, um, and that was that some of the areas in his life that he had a certain understanding about prior to being discipled, um, he got clarification on when he was discipled to where he understood those things better or was more well-rounded. Um, how has that happened in your life, and what areas that you weren't 100% clear on that were clarified for you through discipleship to the point now that where you're comfortable sharing that with other people? My name's Cindy. I was actually here before Pastor came, um, and I really didn't know anything about discipleship. In fact, when, when I was leaving church one morning, Danielle asked me to pray about being discipled and not wanting to look ignorant. I said, sure. <laughs> So I had no idea what she was talking about, but I did know that if I prayed, God would give me an answer. So I did. And the next morning <laughs> I called her in tears <laughs> and said, I don't know what this is, but God wants me to do it. And so we started shortly after that. 
and it just discipleship isn't just just teaching someone what God's taught you but it's building that relationship not only with God but with that person and she just poured herself into me and my life and and then I did too <laughs> so it was it was just building a really close intimate relationship through God being right there in the center of it I think that's great and, and I think that's one thing that people miss or at least misunderstand about the process is that it, it connects the church in this interwoven web of relationships that you don't normally have or that you don't normally understand. Um, I think a lot of people want to have a connection with their pastor. They want to have a connection with their pastor's wife. What they don't understand is that through that process of discipleship, getting interwoven with other church members who also have a lot of beneficial things to teach and to say, um, builds a strong, united church that all of you together believe the same things, you understand the same things. And so what you're talking about, now your disciple was your pastor's wife, but even if it wasn't, um, there's a strong relationship with that person based on scripture, which is what the definition of fellowship is. Right. So that, that, that's really great. Now let me ask you this, how has the belief about what you had about what discipleship was prior and what it is now, how has that belief changed for you? Well, like I said, I really didn't know anything at all about it, but just as soon, as soon as I started learning, I had searched for years asking people, you know, to help me to learn more about God and nobody seemed to have that. Um, and it's, you know, it's without discipleship, I don't know where I'd be at right now. It's just, it's totally changed my life. Um, how I view everything and it's it's just you know learning to look to God for answers not trying to do everything yourself you know knowing that I want to teach my kids this I, I teach my grandkids this I teach you know I, I, the rest of my family members even even though you know women are not supposed to teach the men I try to try mm -hmm. to sample and try to share things in, in ways sometimes ways I shouldn't <laughs> But um, just to try and be an example and try to help them to understand in a loving way that they can also um, learn those things. Because it, I see so many people that are so lost because they haven't had that. It's like they don't know where to go. Sure, yeah. And I, I think, so my understanding of your testimony is that somebody knew enough about the scripture to give you the gospel but they didn't know enough about the scripture to take you further than that. Other than obviously the pulpit ministry that you were influenced under. Um, but as far as someone actually just taking a Bible and teaching you things out of it, the, you didn't have anybody like that until you were discipled. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, and I think that's a common story. I think a lot of people are like that. I know I was like that. Um, most, of my, most of my experience has been from um, what I've learned from pulpit ministry or personal study, you know, and there's been a few key people in my life that have taught me more. Um, and those people I will never forget for the rest of my life um, because they had an impact on me in, in, in a discipleship kind of way. So that's great. Thank you so much for that answer. Anybody else want to answer that, uh, that question or the one I just posed? My name is uh, Peter and I'm retired military. And um, 
I was when I first got to Bloomington, I was uh, had been saved a little over 20 years. And being military, I got saved while I was in the military. And being military, I had uh, been moved around a lot and was uh, I experienced a variety of different independent Baptist churches. And uh, I saw a lot of things that were good, and I was able to put those in my toolbox. And then I saw a lot of things that I didn't find in the scripture. So I kind of left those behind. But when I got here, um, I had been under um, for several years under a very good pastor in Georgia, who had uh, also been the one that led me to the Lord in Belgium. And he just was, uh, he had a way of encouraging you to, you know, get more into the scripture and so forth. So I thought I was doing all right. And then I got here and I, my wife and I joined uh, Calvary. And the pastor asked me if I wanted to do discipleship. And I said, sure. I, you know, I'm retired. I got nothing but time. So and I like breakfast, so we uh, we got <laughs> we got together and we had breakfast and we had discipleship. And at first, and I'm not trying to put my pastor down because he's a good man. He's, he loves the Lord. <laughs> he's a shaking his head like, "What's this guy got? What will this babbler say?" <laughs> he um, he seemed almost seemed like he was moving things along very quickly because he figured I knew it already. And I had to tell him, slow down because I'm not really, you know, I want to get the full uh, experience here, you know? And uh, so we did, we slowed it down and, uh, <clears throat> and I got a tremendous amount out of it. Um, I also found some places where I could, insert some things uh so there was a you know a two-way conversation not only was he pouring himself into me but uh i was also uh you know doing my part as well uh actively listening so uh this is it's been four years now we've been here it doesn't seem that it could possibly be that long but it's been four years and we're in the next area foundations too and it's just as it, you know there's not a <clears throat> there's a lot to know that you don't realize that you don't know and i you know i miss the fact that right now we've we've had to kind of put foundations two on the on the sideboard for the moment but uh it's important not only to get the preaching <clears throat> three times a week, but also to spend some quality time uh, in a small group studying the word and learning how to apply these things to your life. And I, that has helped me tremendously. Let me ask you as, as a follow-up to that, what, what areas of your life were you that had got, where you got some clarification through discipleship? Um, well, for one thing, I, I learned to be a better listener, um, and it 
improved me exponentially when it came to witnessing when we went on, uh, when we were going and door knocking and just when I was talking to people that I met along the way. Uh, you know, the more you know, the more the more comfortable you are in when you're sharing. And uh, it's just, it just, it was, it's marvelous to be able to do that. And the things that come to your mind when and you just don't happen to have that copy of the scripture handy and somebody asks you a question, but the verses will pop into your head because you've looked at that, you've studied that, you've, you've, you've dug down deep into that. And it's just improved my ability to witness. That's great. That's great. And, and that, that touches on a, an issue that I think a lot of churches have in that only the pastor and staff ever go and talk to anybody about the gospel because nobody else is comfortable doing it. And, um, and so that's, that's, that's a great thing to have touched upon there. Thank you for listening to this episode of General Order 4. On next week's episode, we're going to release part two of the same interview. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach out to us by email at generalorder4 at gmail.com. That's F-O-U-R. Or on Twitter, at generalorder4. Please like, share, and subscribe.